0: Oh, we're doing it already. Hello, hello, holler everyone. Holler, welcome at to your... our channel. Yeah, this isn't our channel. This isn't YouTube. Um, yeah, some of you would love to have, you know, a podcast is not supposed to have visuals. That it is not, but it does. It's now expected, it does now, which is really <laughs> weird. We won't be doing that. Yeah. so <laughs> we're not those um, kind of girls. No, we're not them gals. Unless we have uh, a celebrity guest and then the guest and then we'll just do that. No, we'll no, no, just... no. We also don't have the budget. Yeah. You guys can hear the celebrity's voice. You can go on to Google and look at what they look like and just yeah. pretend. Do you think podcasts pay to have celebrity guests? Uh, Yes, I do. Actually, I would think sometimes they do. Very yes. interesting. I would think they do because it's going to drum up. Um, Uh, What do you want to call it? Viewership. Yeah, listenership. Well, viewership, (laughs) too, if you are not (laughs) doing a visual podcast, which is not which is basically just a TV show.
1: Oh, you know, the visual podcast element can help people who
0: are um, hearing impaired. If you have um, captions, you know what, John, you're absolutely right. I had not considered that. I'm so sorry. I'm a very inconsiderate bitch. No. No, we're just having a chat yeah we're having chatting. a learning experience we are we're chatting away chatting yeah. and scatting Chattin not that not no. that type of scat scat no. isn't like bop. are bah, 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 yes bah, the bah, jazz bah. scat that's the only scat i'm into yeah that's the only scat i'll play with but you <laughs> do you boo <boo-boo>. boo <laughs> that was a great scat uh, thank you <laughs> You're welcome. This is Mean Girls Interrupted. John, what do we do here? We talk you about movies. You just pulled movies. a tarot card, so what are we doing today? We are judging movies. What movie are we judging today? The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran, everyone. Yeah, that's the only way I'll refer to this movie. The, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Um, I don't know. So, okay. Yeah. I guess it's kind of hard to start because I have not seen I have not seen Colin Farrell since his porn. Oh, right. Which was years ago. And I did watch it. Uh-huh. And I did like it. <laughs> now, with that being said, Colin he, Farrell I haven't, I haven't heard him aged. talk about it. I haven't heard him talk about no, it. No, he never does. Colin Farrell has aged quite well, in my opinion. Yeah. IMO. Um, yeah, I definitely was, he was given daddy. And I did like that. <laughs> and the I did best like that. Possible sense. <laughs> so, besides Pedro for Pascal. Also, I loved hearing him talk in his actual, his, uh, I yeah, understand it's not get, an accent yeah, for him. It's an accent his, for us. We usually get his, um, an, uh, his fake American persona. We get the American accent, but we're getting hit the way he actually speaks, which I love. Yeah, he'd like rarely like has he ever done an Irish role? John, do you know that I follow a YouTube channel and I'm not going to say the name of it because. Uh, well, who cares? It's not they're like not we're advertising, but they're not paying us. Also, all they do, it's Irish people trying food. I've actually seen that. All I do is and I love them. And I am obsessed. I listen. I love if you're an Irish person, I love the way you speak. Please do it to me. So this movie was this movie was for you.
1: Yes. So, so Travis's kink is uh, Colin Farrell speaking in his native
0: accent. I love it. I love the way he was speaking. Well, I, also, I just thought, lo- OK, I couldn't understand a word. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see. I always have subtitles on. And I want to say this about this movie. Mm -hmm. This movie is actually quite stunning to look at. Yes, I was going to I was going to say
1: taste, taste level was very Uh, high. Taste level unlocked
0: because, John, it was very, very stunning to look at. I loved the visuals in this movie so much. Yeah, it's directed by
1: did you ever watch
0: three billboards uh, um, outside Ebbing, Missouri? No, I did not. But let me tell you, I wanted to because I love Homegirl, but I didn't watch Frances it. Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand. Thank you so much. And do um, have you, it's the, it's directed by the same director writer. I'm gonna have to watch this then because have you seen?
1: Uh, if you're into um, Colin Farrell in this movie, have you have you researched the filmmaker? No. Do you want
0: to do it right now? Um, let me grab, John, should I clutch? Should I grab my pearls so I can clutch them? I think you should. should. I feel <laughs> okay, like you need on. to guard those pearls close to your chest. Okay. Oh like yes. clutching uh, pearls with hands. Hands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clutching them <laughs> pearls. <laughs> clutch okay, what pearl. is this person's name? Uh, his name is Martin
1: uh, McDonough, I think. He's also Martin. Irish, I believe. It's Martin as, as the usual
0: spelling. And oh, British-Irish playwright? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, one second. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! Do you okay. want to talk about it? I do want to talk about it. A first, I want to talk about that gap in his tooth. I love that. I I'm do like lie. it. I think it is very. He is. Oh my goodness, John! Yeah. Look at that. Wow. Okay, you, you, you know what? You, cool. you you learn new things every day. Everyone, Martin McD He's the <laughs> new. He's Hollywood's new it boy. Um, <laughs> you know who I he's married to? Right? Who? Flea bag. Bitch. Yeah. They're like a whole like
1: thing. They're like they're they're like art couple. No. Successful art couple.
0: No. Pass. I hope it ends. <laughs> Me too. I just I wish <laughs> all the worst for them. Hey, i can't i can't have any of this i don't want happiness why her. can't i remember her name other than fleabag who cares she doesn't matter
1: <laughs> i saw her once uh the london and her West name is Hollywood. phoebe
0: wallard bridge by the way oh got
1: it great she has like a bajillion dollar deal with amazon so does she yeah basically because amazon um, amazon distributed fleabag and
0: in the united states listen Um, i'm gonna tell you right now um they both fine whatever they're a cute couple but i don't like it yeah i bet they have like um a bunch of laughs every day and every night they probably go to sleep laughing they wake up laughing (laughs) john it's just like deranged people there's probably just so much fun happening i know
1: and uh yeah so good Mm -hmm. for them Good for, I saw Phoebe Waller-Bridge and Hot Priest at at a hotel bar.
0: Hot with, Priest. Did you watch season two of Fleabag? I didn't watch season one of Fleabag. <laughs> but, uh,
1: yeah, so they they like won all the awards uh, for TV that year. And um, they were in town during award season. I don't know what awards they were going to, but...
0: The okay. razzies
1: probably, <laughs> yeah. It <they> was <were> so <laughs> awful. But uh, there's like so the characters' names are Fleabag, in the script. And, God is a
0: wild and hot priest. Hot priest? Yeah. Is he really a hot priest though? You're gonna have to look it up, and you gotta tell John, me. Gonna, do I have to watch the show?
1: I feel like go for the hot priest, hot priest, and stay for the comedy. Uh, stay for the. The Olivia
0: Coleman. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm. All right. She, play, I she I'm plays kidding. like the bitchiest stepmom. You said this is on Amazon. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to okay. give it a, I'm going to give it a watch. You're also. F- so off subject, John, have you been paying attention to the Alex Murdaugh thing? Like the, oh, that guy, it sounds the, familiar. The murder, the murder guy who murdered his uh, wife and his son. Ooh, I think I don't know, John. It is a very messy. So there is a three part documentary on Netflix about the Murdo murders. John, it goes very deep. Ew. This dude is absolutely deranged. Um, his family's deranged. They have too much money. Uh, everyone in the family is oh, a now. Rich
1: serial killer
0: or murderer. Uh-huh. Yeah, I uh, technically a serial killer. Well, Yikes. I mean, we don't know speculatively he's officially been charged and now is incarcerated and this just happened two days ago with the murder of his wife and his son uh but there are other deaths that are already a documentary about it yeah well okay so this has been going on for a while but for all of you out there who are true true crime junkies for real i'm sure this has like tickled your fancy They're like, ooh, juicy murders. Sorry about the casualties. Yeah, you know what? I'm so happy you're exploiting (laughs) these people's tragic deaths for my entertainment, which, by the way, I'm into. So I am happy about it. Yeah. But it is unfortunate they've passed. But also, it is so wild. Great TV. John, I mean, talk (laughs) about award-worthy. I don't (laughs) actually know. But check it out. Now I that will. we're talking
1: TV, yes, because I have been sort of like too inundated with um with like true crime docu series, like they're they've kind of just gone really watered down. They just do they just make a docu series out of any and everything. John, and no, like,
0: this one is. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, it is it is too much to handle. And you're yeah. like, how? Because rich white <sighs> people get away with everything until finally, finally. Yeah, a rich white person I mean, is going at, down. I don't want to say it, but look at Army Hammer's the whole family. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I already told you that. Uh, well, I think I already told you, home girl, homie, someone that I know knows them. Yeah, had lunch with them. Yeah. Very I mean, weird.
1: You no, know, they're really nice.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no. mm, I don't well, think,
1: well, I don't think there's anything uh, going on in that. In that dynasty of L.A. people.
0: John, I just think that yeah. uh, a lot of people are very creepy and they have a lot of money and they are able to hide the creepy. Yeah. I mean, we talked about
1: Babylon. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you come from like that era and your family is like a has been uber wealthy since that time. Yeah. You
0: probably have some skeletons in the closet. Absolutely. If you are old money. Your family is basically that movie called um, what's There's the th- one the one oh. where they marry into it and they're uh, why can't I remember? It's the horror movie. It's got some, uh she looks just like Margot Robbie. Her name is escaping me. Oh, she gets right. married. Ready or not. John. Did you watch Ready or Not? Because that movie's I liked amazing. Ready or Not. I that movie's amazing. It came out like around the same time or then within
1: the same year as uh, Knives Out, which completely overshadowed it, I think. So Which
0: I think is unfair because, dude, Ready or Not deserved more than it got. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. It was very good. That's the type of money I'm yeah. talking about. It's Those like they, type of secrets. They have sick, twisted, perverted <laughs> entertainment uh things. Ready or not is crazy, and I love it. Yeah, um, so if you are ready or not. We are going to talk and judge. We're going to talk about and judge. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Yeah, by Martin McDonough. So we got double daddy
1: realness here. You do have double daddies. <laughs> <laughs> D, uh, double D's, everyone. We got double D's up in here. And uh, yeah, so it's star, starring Colin Farrell. Brendan Gleason as a
0: column. By oh, the com- way, yeah, these names. I loved. I loved this entire cast. The cast, yeah, very I simple. Loved every person in this cast. Everybody I think came. Colin Farrell had it in him. You know, I. It's surprising I to that. me because it's I like, like he's sh- shook. Yeah, he's
1: usually in like these roles that require him to be like. I don't know, know what to did. say. Like not not like natural performing, you know. But like not good, like not good at <laughs> You're like uh, actually horrible and awful. <laughs> like the acting subpar. So Let's yeah. He's call a, a spade a spade. Yeah, um, yeah. He's he is. Uh, he was, yeah. So Colin Farrell plays. Uh, how do you say his name? Patrick. Yeah, part. Part. Pat. Uh, uh pa. pa, Patrick. Patri- pa, uh, I think it's Partic. Um, If I on I'm looking at the screen right now and there are
0: accent marks where I didn't know they would be usually accent marks just coming out the ass. So I'll
1: spell it for you. The first name P.A.D.R.A.I.C. Last name. Get ready. S.U.L.L.E.A.B.H.A.I.N.
0: Do you know what that is? Riddles. That is
1: nonsense.
0: That is that is a word that you are trying to decipher based off of letters. A serial killer has left that behind as a clue. (laughs) (laughs) His sister is played by Carrie Condon. I love her. She was good. John, I I don't know who she is or what she's in, but look, this she movie, could have
1: easily been sidelined as,
0: she, as a character, but she she came to she give came to, nuance and and layers. John, she came to play. Yeah, she, she said, did. hi, no one knows me yet. She's like, oh, you I don't believe now. in small roles, only small actors. John, she really did live by that. She was amazing in this movie. I don't know who she is, but I absolutely love her, and I can't yeah. wait to see what she does next. Yeah, I think she might be winning an Oscar next. I think she's—I believe she's nominated for best supporting. Because I, so. I would absolutely give this to her, but I don't know who you else. Know, I, uh, I might
1: be lying actually, but I do know for sure that I believe Barry. Uh, I think it's Barry Keegan who plays like the the simpler abused just, person
0: him, John. It's he was good. so
1: good. I like him as an actor. He was so, so fun good in this movie. Fun fact. We're going to link Barry Keegan and Colin Farrell here. So I first noticed Barry Keegan whenever I saw uh, Nicole Wigman in <laughs> Killing of a Sacred Deer. Mm-hmm. Did you ever
0: watch that? I didn't. I didn't. It's good. Was it, I should watch it. Should I?
1: It gets a little bit too in line with funny games in the end. And funny, Uh, and you can't do that because Funny Games will always be the best at what that does. Funny
0: Games, I I, will—I'll never forget that movie ever. It almost rips off Funny Games in the end, in my opinion. uh, Here's the thing, though: it's like Funny Games. Truly, I'm sure both are great. The the original one, the remake. I love the remake. I did not watch the original. Well, I mean, um, it's a shot-for-shot remake by the same exact director writer. Oh. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that's cool. They're so basically the same. the same movie. John, Funny Games is so it is truly so good. It's disturbing. It's tense. It's shocking. It's actually so. It's so crazy because it feels absolutely realistic. This yes. is not. That's the scariest part about this movie. Is like literally, I will never like, get anybody can an knock at, anybody can knock at your door. Ask, ask for, for an egg, egg and ruin uh, your never. entire life. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And then on to yeah. the next. Only because. Only because they were home. Just because they answered. That's it. Yeah. It's like it's so deranged to think that there are truly people out there who could do this. Right. We hear about meaningless crimes and murders every day. It was like an episode of I survived that I think I told you about this yeah. girl i'm serious so crazy there's people who are like i i was basically bored i don't think you deserve what you had so i'm going to kill you yeah starting with your child which is nuts that was
1: so, very alarming whenever i watched uh, that movie i was like this is subverting all of my expectations uh, every step of the way and uh yeah i love michael Haneke. john this is, is good. so good so he's anyway the, so, sorry So Barry Keegan is uh, is in the Joker. No, no, I'm sorry, not the Joker, but the new the Batman at the very end. Did you watch the Batman? I did watch the Batman, but he is the Joker reveal at the very
0: end in Arkham Asylum. Oh, my gosh, crazy face. I did not realize that. You know what? Now that has me excited for the next installment, because he's really Good in this movie. Look, they're revamping and retooling
1: DC over at Warner Brothers with James Gunn. Who knows what's going to happen? But
0: anyway, I don't don't know. I loved the Batman. I know people had opinions on it, but me personally, I didn't hate it. I thought it was really, I really thought it was good. I thought it was great, you know, but I have my
1: opinions because anyway, Colin Farrell plays the penguin. Colin Farrell plays the penguin,
0: which also I was like, is getting a spin-off series. John, which he's he was also so in. incredible as the Penguin, though. So that's why I'm like, OK, yeah, so now you have these two roles that really have set Colin Farrell apart. And now with the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. I mean, well, he's on. already he's already won a Golden Globe for this role. He did. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I really did. didn't. Good he for did. him. He um, absolutely deserved it. For sure. It's such like a
1: natural performance, but you can tell that it's still a performance. which yeah. I like. But yeah, so the, yeah. So Colin Farrell and Barry Keegan are both in this movie and they are both in the Batman and they are both in the killing of a sacred deer.
0: What? OK, so they, they must, basically besties. <laughs> so they're just a package deal at this point. Yeah. Their like agents two. are like they're in every movie together and from here on out. Uh, it's working, apparently. Yeah, I, I like Barry Keegan a lot. I thought he was incredible in this movie. John, this movie has some tragic moments, but it's also funny. Like, it is it's darkly hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Which I think, This is uh, what I love.
1: Yeah, I think that's sort of like uh, Martin McDonough's uh,
0: thing. You it's know? that gap in his tooth. It just makes things so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so I guess, what is it about? I, this movie is the most simple, but also Taste. it works so well. Yeah. Also, it's, guys, the timestamp—it's perfect. I can sit here. I well, I look now I since so we've been happy. doing this, since we've had We're like so a few, since,
1: yeah, <laughs> since we've had like a few run-ins with like way too long movies. Uh-huh. I immediately look at the timestamp before I, I press did, play. That's what I did. Do, I was you like, want
0: Oh my god. Okay, John, my redacted Pat was like. How long is this one? He immediately said, like, I Do told, I have to just like go to bed now or what? <laughs> no, like for real, because he has to watch a show alone. And I'm like, Good Ugh. luck. I'll be out. I'll see you in three hours. <laughs> Which, Ugh. listen, this was it's under fine. two. It was under two, and it was the perfect length because it told everything it needed. It said yeah. everything it needed to say in the it, amount of time. And look, it knows that it's a prestige film. John, the just like all prestige
1: films, know that they're prestige films. Yep. And they take that opportunity
0: to make it three and a half hours. And they didn't do this here. And I'm so grateful because there were not enough fingers. I am over, over, over
1: three hour movie. The three hour movie is just like egregious. It's it is an assault. It is an affront. John, it's a waste of of money. Yeah.
0: Um, It's a waste of everyone's time. And end it at 730 because I have to take breaks. No, I got I got to cook dinner. John, I will start it at 4 p.m. and finish it the next day at uh, 10 a.m. No, but I was able to sit through this movie, even though there's a lot of talking. There is, but you want to know what? I actually really liked it. And the whole point of this movie is talking. Yeah, that's what the story is about. Just a dull person (sighs) who can't stop talking. And he like needs to talk. And that's what this movie is. Talking to his best friend. Did, did you? I thought
1: of you while I was while we were watching this. Was I the dull boy? No, no, not at oh. all. Just because <laughs> I thought because it, it immediately starts with um, with uh, Colin Farrell, his best friend on this little tiny island uh, um, just off the shore of Ireland. Yeah. Uh, is uh, off the shore of Ed Sheeran. Yeah. And, they live in Ed Sheeran. They live in Ed Sheeran. <laughs> and, uh, and Brendan Gleeson just inexplicably stops talking to his best friend of many, many years. I would never. John, I would never. And I thought, I thought it was so sad. Me too. <laughs> okay, listen. I was like, if, if Travis ever just stopped wanting to be
0: my friend, I would just, I would lose, I would lose my shit. John, I'm not joking. Thank you so much for bringing this up. Because I did think about our relationship when I was watching this. And I was like, this can never happen.
1: No, I was like, no. This could
0: never happen. If Travis if that, outgrows me. Uh, hell no. John, <laughs> uh-uh. It's never going to happen. You want to get rid of me, John? You're going to have to fucking kill me. And this
1: is kind of what happens. <laughs> <Like that.
0: laughs> You're going to have to kill me.
1: Yeah, it's the same. And I was thinking, <laughs> so I think that's why this, this story is like so inherently relatable it's it like, is yeah it's like so colin farrell is the guy who like basically loses his best friend his best friend outgrows him and, sub- and feels like he has outgrown the life here on ed sheeran and it's just so annoying because like how yeah. but he had art because this is where the um i think the visual storytelling does a really good job john it's good because it, even though there is a lot of talking going on, the mise-en-scene is very specific to the characters, the homes that they live in, uh-huh. the, the decor. Like in, in Brendan Gleeson's house, there's a bunch of like artsy things that point to like he had artistic aspirations, but he's grew up and stayed on this
0: uh, little itty bitty island. Absolutely. And I did love the inside of his house. It was very, very, it was like, Wow. He has all these really cool things. Just like you said, he is an artistic person. He wants a little bit more, but he is stuck. He feels probably just stuck. Yeah. And he's just been like living his life, but he's also, he's a musician
1: and he is, he's older than Colin Farrell and he is entering a little bit of a generational misunderstanding between them and Brendan Gleeson that like wants to spend the rest of his twilight years Pursuing what he's always wanted to pursue and not just fuck around drinking all day at the
0: pub, drinking, talking, and talking to about a nothing. dull person who is Colin Farrell, <laughs> which is actually really messed up too. like. Yeah, the, it's it's really, really screwed up for him to be like, you're you're just dull. It's like. And, and Colin Farrell is just receiving this news, by the way. He's yeah.
1: like, he's like, wait, I'm dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, what? And he starts to ask the townspeople, which I thought was funny. He's like, he's he's like obsessed with it. Whenever he is,
0: he's like, you don't think I'm
1: dull, do you? And they're like, no. uh." John,
0: (laughs) do you know what I thought was so funny is how he goes home. He sees his sister, which, by the way, I was going to tell you, truly one of my favorite scenes. Visually, just visually. Yeah. When he, he the the opening sequence where he sees his sister and the colors from the um. From the clothing on the clothing line. Yeah. And the way the shot was set up, and the sister's like, Well, have you been rowing? And he's like, No, we ain't been rowing. And she's like, Well, it sounds like you've been rowing. She was like, <laughs> Maybe he just doesn't like you anymore. Yeah. And then. And like as go- a joke, she was saying as it a as joke. a joke. And she goes inside, and I was like, Okay. Oh, where is this movie going? Because I had no (laughs) clue about this. I'm like, this is kind of hilarious setup. Yeah. He goes down to the pub and they're like, you've been rowing. It's basically the same conversation. Yeah. And then they're like, no, maybe you should go back down there and see. Yeah. See if he's actually being serious or not. Right. Like maybe he's (laughs) just kidding. Yeah. I don't know.
1: This movie's crazy. Like. Yeah. But visually. He does go back to that house and. Um. <laughs> uh. and so he's he's not there and uh, he like follows him and he was just going to the pub there's yeah. really nothing major going on like he was like afraid that he's like gonna kill himself or something probably and then uh, well it's
0: weird because it's what well, it's taking place during the irish civil war when they have the civil war and i was gonna say just that does like the scenery and everything kind of gave me like the wonder it made me feel like we were watching the wonder
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I
0: think is beautiful. Like it, it
1: did. Yeah, I feel like it had to have been filmed in like the exact same location with those roads.
0: John, it looked very similar. Yeah. I mean, it's probably just like what Ireland looks like. I'm, well, then, John, what the hell are we doing here? I know those cliff sides are wild. I Striking. would love to jump onto the rocks Stunning. below.
1: Yeah, just me too. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's, there's only one way. There's fastest way off that island is to jump into the rocks into yeah. the terrible rocks below <laughs> um uh, so not to make light of suicide by the
0: way no we're not um, we would never but we don't listen do that. my sense of humor is a little bit darker we get, than maybe dark. most we're dark i don't think it's funny but listen right it is very
1: tragic it's but tragic at the same time we have been forced to make light of our own adversities through life and this is what you get and if you don't like it I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um uh so yeah, so uh he's just I mean as any normal person would if your best friends just cut you dumped out. You, you he got dumped by no his best friend. Yeah. And you would be devastated and you would work to figure out why so Colin Farrell just does that and he gets mm-hmm. it. So he gets an answer at the pub where Brendan Gleason is basically just like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Like, I have my aspirations that I want to do uh, with my music. So please fuck off. And uh, Colin Farrell's like, no.
0: <laughs> no, he truly is like, uh,
1: good luck getting rid of me. Yeah, but he also becomes obsessed. uh, And very introverted with his being called. Dull Yes, and so he starts to ask people in the town, his sister, and he starts to have like this come to Jesus over time of like realizing his own shortcomings in the relationship, his friendship with his friend, and where he went wrong, and along the way, um we see we get to know a little bit of the town we get the the basically the sheriff of the town who's a, a
0: total uh, asshole. <laughs> who's uh you get to see his his dinkle. His dinkle. Um, yes, his dinkle is in this movie. He's drunk in a chair, fully nude. <laughs> right. Is that's
1: whatever we No, we don't first see him like that. He's like we see him on walking on the street, but then we see him walking on the
0: street and he doesn't say nothing.
1: Yeah and then, uh, yeah, so we we meet Barry Keegan, who's like this he's simpler than Colin Farrell, he's okay. duller in ways, um, but yeah, so he kind of becomes Colin Farrell's like surrogate buddy, um he does
0: like, not surrogate, like it's sort of a yeah his uh his new friend, he does, and I liked their friendship. I thought it was a nice friendship, yeah, but it was kind of <clears throat> interesting because it was like. Like Colin Farrell was
1: the Barry Keegan of the duo whenever it came to him and Brendan Gleeson. Yep. And then to make himself feel better, he kind of like befriends somebody who's simpler than him to make himself feel better. (laughs) Which is really not okay. (laughs) No. And then he starts being mean. Colin Farrell starts to be mean to people because he's a nice guy. Everybody's like, oh, you're very nice. And he's genuinely sweet, very kind
0: person which i think it was played very well me too feel? i thought it was very genuine I, it yeah. felt very genuine and i was like every single person in this movie nothing felt forced no. which i think which i think really says a lot about a movie like when you can they're so natural yeah every single person in this movie was so natural and i loved the fact that they really play into this you're the nicest person you're not dull you're super nice even though people do think he's feckin' stupid. Yeah. His sister, for instance. Um, <clears throat> but she'll never say it. She'll never she say, say it. She does the not to him. As, it, well, okay, yeah. later down the road, yes. Yeah, as,
1: the, as uh, tensions rise. as uh, So the stakes about midway through really raise. Mm-hmm. Because at first you're just kind of like entertained by the scenery the the conversations. the conversations the dynamics and the character introductions and then at, at the at the exact right moment where i was like wondering i'm like so where the fuck are we gonna go here
0: john i had no clue what this movie was about
1: yeah i was like where can this go are we just gonna do this for another hour uh-huh and uh no because brendan gleason is like look colin farrell I've told you several times to stop talking to me so I can actually do what I want to do with my life. And it requires silence. So since you're not able to give that to me as a friend, the next if you talk to me again or interrupt what I'm doing, I will cut off a finger. And then he's a one of a,
0: not Colin Farrell's
1: his own. Yes, he'll, he'll cut off <clears throat> one of his own fingers every single time. So he talks to him again. And so Colin Farrell's like, Well, that's not going to work for your music because you're a fiddler. And he's like, Well, all the more reason to not bother me again. And so Colin Farrell obviously bothers him again. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and
1: a finger does be getting cut off. Yeah, there's a there's a knock at the door and that is a throne. Brendan, he opens the door and there's a blood spot on it. And then he looks down and sees a severed finger and then sees Brendan Gleeson walking away and notices that he indeed has cut off his own finger and thrown it at him.
0: So he hates him so much that he's willing to disfigure. He's willing to cut off his own limbs because he just wants silence. Yeah. And. I think it's hilarious how the sister's like, well, are we just going to eat at the table with that finger on it? And it's in yeah, a box. It's he, saves it. he does. He saves it. He saves and it because he's like, maybe he'll want it back or something. Yeah. And so the sister is like, OK, well, you clearly can't go over there because this man is serious. Yeah. He's serious about cutting his fingers off, which no one assumed he would be. Yeah. He's just crazy enough. He's just crazy enough. He's so like actually sister, insane. Oh, he is batshit. So the sister takes the finger back to his house and is like, I can't believe you're actually doing this. Uh, here's your finger. I thought you want it back. Did it hurt? Yeah. And he starts saying, well, it hurt. But like, I, just, I thought I was going to pass out and throw up. But then once I got through it, it was over. And it's like, OK, psycho. <laughs> yeah, also like, you're crazy. Sure. Yeah. So then he tells the sister, he goes, if he talks to me again. It's not just going to be one finger this time. It's going to be the rest of them. Yeah, which the would totally like,
1: completely ruin his fiddling aspirations. Yep. So the fiddling stakes get even
0: higher. They get very high at that point because he will be essentially left with no hand. Yeah, a hand but no digits. So the sister tells that. Yeah. To Colin. Farrell. Yeah.
1: Oh right. So also the I think the moment that. We so Colin Farrell and his character journey had before we like the the moment that causes the finger severing is he's like so sick and tired of this. And he's like, now now I'm a mean person. I have a new best friend in Barry Keegan. And he like storms into the uh, the pub and he sees Brendan Gleeson hanging out with the nasty ass sheriff who prior to this had beaten up Colin Farrell on the street. Yeah. Punched him in the face. Yeah. So he's like, you're he's like, you're here talking to this fucking asshole. (laughs) And uh, he goes on to this crazy rant and rage and says all of his angry feelings and outs the sheriff uh, for beating and molesting Barry Keegan. Yep. Yeah. Which is wild. So he gains an enemy for sure. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Now he has two enemies. Yeah, and um and the Sheriff has been known to kill people apparently. Yes, he has at one point <laughs> killed someone, yes. Yeah, and he can get away with it because he's the law. Um uh, yeah, so that's the moment where so so he like storms out and Brendan Brendan Gleeson is like um actually I kind of like him again now, but he needs the silence uh-huh. to to compose the song. And it's funny because Brendan Gleeson is not a very good musician in this.
0: No. And Colin Farrell makes <laughs> mention of that. He was like, I don't know why you're so obsessed with it. He's like, I wouldn't listen to this song. It's shite. And so he goes outside. But he's, he was just basically like, no, this, your music's trash, but cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I now, you know when you talked about
1: it a little bit earlier, but like I like the backdrop of the um, of the war on the mainland. Like, Me too. Like you do. Everybody knows about like, um, what was it? The IRA, um, the like the rebellion, whenever they wanted uh, Ireland, wanted to be. Its own thing again
0: and not a part of England. Yeah, I think that's essentially what it was. But yeah, it was technically yeah. it was their civil war. So it was right. happening in what. But they're on Ed
1: Sheeran and it's like. They're on Ed Sheeran, yes. And this is all happening on the mainland, which they can
0: see and hear. Which would affect, I think, everyone. Because they know that there's just people dying over there for. Yeah. A type of freedom. And you're being stuck on an island while this happens. I can only imagine this also plays into uh, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, like their their relationship is.
1: uh, Is ending. There's like. Yeah, Colin Farrell and Brendan Gleeson are going through their own civil war.
0: (laughs) They're going through their own civil war, which is cool, because I liked how those two kind of coincide in the movie. Yeah, it's nice. It's It's also like
1: it's it's simple. It adds a backdrop, but it directly links. It's not a confusing
0: link. Mm -mm. It's not Not like it's
1: not disjointed whatsoever. It's a feud. And yeah, and it makes
0: sense. But that was clever.
1: Yeah, Um, it is. Simple, clean, good. Storytelling. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So. Mm Uh, yeah. So anyway, um also, there's a donkey in this, which is very, very important. And I'm sorry she, we didn't bring uh, it up earlier.
0: We didn't bring the donkey up, but it's the donkey it is. is steals the show. Her name's Jenny. I think the name Jenny for a donkey is so <laughs> yeah. cute. I thought it was it's so it's a cute. miniature donkey. And it is Love, the, Jenny. It is Colin
1: Farrell's pride and joy. Best friend, if you will. Yes, they do become best friends. And I think the animals, like even the horse, uh, the the Brendan Gleeson's dog, Mm -hmm. they all have their own character.
0: They actually (laughs) do have their own character. There
1: are reaction shots (laughs) that are cut to a donkey being like a disapproving
0: glance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? A dog, which we'll get to in a moment, knowing that, hey, oh, shit. Colin Farrell just came over to the house again. The, I better take uh, the these shears away. The animals know away. what's going on. Yes. Yeah, the animals know. <laughs> yeah, they're right. The, the
1: dog like uh, snatches up the scissors away from uh, Brendan Gleeson. But Brendan Gleeson does. Uh, continue to sever
0: every single one of his fingers on his playing hand. He does because he realized he'll never get silence. And this is after. This happens after, um, uh, what's his name? The simple boy, yeah. um, after the simple boys, like you should go down there. He said that you were way more interesting when you guys were having that fight in the pub. Yeah. So you should go down there and be rude to him in his house. And he does that. And this is after the sister already told him, if you talk to him again, he's going to cut the rest of his fingers off. Well, Colin Farrell being Colin Farrell goes to the house and, Berates the dude and then. Yeah. As John said, he cuts off the rest of his fingers. Yeah. And that's where it becomes sort of a horror movie.
1: Which is, yeah, <laughs> it does. He is walk- he throws all of them at at um, at Colin Farrell's house. And while he's not home. Yes. Which is where the story kind of takes the turn. Yeah, because Colin Farrell does come home and he follows a trail of severed fingers to dead donkey Jenny, who choked on one of them. John, it actually made me so sad.
0: And it makes me sad and it makes Colin Farrell sad and angry. Uh huh. Very angry because not only does he realize that Jenny is now dead, the horse is there mourning dead Jenny. And Colin Farrell's like, how could this have happened? He pulls. One of the severed fingers out of Jenny's mouth, which she had choked on, yeah. So, so it's now, because it's of Brendan, yeah, so now they are sworn enemies, and it is because of Brendan Gleason throwing his severed fingers at the house that Jenny is now dead. And Jenny, RIP girl, that's all I have to that say. That was sad. That was sad. It actually was very. When he was in the house, dude, holding her in his lap. Yeah. And then you see the horse in the window. Yes. John, I'm like, how are they going to go and turn this dark comedy into like this super depressing thing? Ugh. Yeah, because the color palette really
1: changes and shifts at that point. And it it's just does. like sad. <laughs>
0: uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Um, and also one of the one of the banshees on Ed Sheeran is this old crone.
0: She is a
1: she is an ancient, horrid crone. And you don't, she looks about a million years old. And she offers this prophetic warning to Colin Farrell that
0: two will die. Yeah, two will die. And this happens before Jenny dies. Yeah. She said, I hope it's not you and your sister. He's like, like laughs and smokes a pipe and walks away. John, <laughs> I swear, it looks like she is constantly fighting demon possession. Yeah. But also
1: also this moment of Jenny is like the icing on the cake of and it all is. is lost for Colin Farrell because he's lost his best friend. His sister has now moved. Yeah, his sister had gotten a job offer that he didn't even know that she was looking for a job <laughs> in the mainland. And she gets an opportunity and she immediately takes it. She's like, bye. She's like, oh, by the way, I found a job. Bye. I'm out of here and I'll see you. Maybe
0: never. I don't know. Uh, so uh, that was also really sad because he was like, uh, he was like, you'll be back. And she was like, oh, and then she says his name and he's like, why did you say it like that? <laughs> and then she's gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: She never wants to be seen or heard from again. And so. uh yeah. And then and then he discovers his his Jenny is dead. And so he's literally lost everything over the course of two days. <laughs> it's just so crazy. His best friend, his mini donkey and his sister. I know. I think the biggest loss for me was definitely
0: Jenny. I love Jenny. They played up that that donkey in this movie a lot. They shouldn't have. Listen, we had. So for 2022, we had Mr. Goose and Jenny. Yeah, we've had two major so.
1: losses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we can't handle another
1: one. No. Uh, yeah. And so uh, so Colin Farrell goes down, storms into Brendan Gleeson's house, and he's like, you know what? Fuck you because of your fucking fingers. My Jenny is dead because of your fingers. So I hope you're happy. And also uh, at this time tonight, you better... Like, I don't care if you're inside of your house or if you're outside of your house, but just set your dog outside because I am setting it on fire. He really does. <laughs> he says I, so it's over. It's a he, fair warning.
0: <laughs> there we go.
1: And uh, he proceeds to um, to set it ablaze. And then he while, rolls
0: up to the house and the dog is sitting outside.
1: Yeah. So Brennan Gleason's like, cool. Set it on fire. Sorry about your donkey. And Brendan Gleeson is in the house. Yeah. Knowing full where uh, while it's on fire and uh, Colin Farrell looks through the window and sees him and is just like,
0: John, at this I moment, you, did you think he was going to run in and save him? No. Part I, of me. Yeah. I, part I of thought me no, thought no. Yeah. You didn't. you were like, oh, he fully is like.
1: I was convinced on the way Colin Farrell delivered the delivered
0: the threat. I was like, oh, he's just like, yeah, he's over it. Well, I also believed it, too. But then when he was riding away, there was an instance where I was like, he he said he wasn't
1: going to check if he was inside or not. He was just going to accept the fact that that he wasn't going to
0: check, but he did check. So when he was riding away, I was thinking, "Okay, the house is fully on fire. His ex best friend is in this house. Yes. Is he going to go and pull him out? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it because there is a lot going on in this silent moment there's a ton going on and it Brandon Gleason's character has fully been like, I can't believe I took the life of my best friend's best friend. Also, I'm I think he's just this. resigned to dying Death? at that point. In time. yeah, and that's probably
1: the whole reason why this movie was even happening was because he just didn't want to exist the way he was existing anymore. So he tried him. he made an effort to make a change and that just wasn't, um, uh, clearly wasn't an option. Like it didn't pan out the way he wanted it to.
0: Well, it was never going to.
1: He doesn't have any fucking fingers, so he can't actually do the thing that he wanted to do. No, because um, he's a psychopath and he cut all his freaking fingers off. Yeah. And I think in this moment. You can kind of like infer like a lot of different things like Colin Farrell, not rushing in is and saving his friend is sort of Colin Farrell, in my opinion, finally giving his friend what he fucking wants yep and and he sees it at that point in time he's just like oh shit like okay I as a friend should honor and respect my friends needs and wants and desires even if it's this so yeah Yeah. so he walks away knowing full well that uh he's giving Brendan Gleeson exactly what he wants as a friend but and also Brendan Gleeson just like Accepting responsibility for all those things that he never had. Because like he's blaming it on Colin Farrell and this place and whatever. Whenever he could have made choices to go to the
0: mainland at any point in time. Exactly. Just like, just like uh, Carrie Condon does. Exactly. I was just going to say, just like the sister, she made a choice to leave and this guy never left.
1: Yeah. And she, I think, comes to that realization through this feud. Yes. She's like, ooh, I'm basically here taking care of my brother all the time. Yeah, she's like, I'm I'm better than this. I have to go take this job. Yeah. And you didn't know. I like the scene between her and the the male, the general store lady. Me, too.
0: I like the general store lady. Yeah, but she, she Carrie Condon, had like daggers in her eyes. She was like, oh, so it just <laughs> fell open whenever she had her the letter. It was open. She's like, oh, I'm guessing it just fell open. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, uh, well, <laughs> well, because that lady, she's such a gossip. She was like, you never give me anything. You never tell me nothing. Yeah. And, you know, for a
1: second there in that moment, I was like, oh, they have a deeper relationship. That, and they never like it's never really explored. Like maybe they had a falling out and it had a similar friendship and a uh-huh. similar falling out. It's so funny. Yeah.
0: Well, I think it's hilarious, too, because even in these moments where you're getting these small interactions with people, you can tell. It's a small town. It's a small village. You're going Everyone to have relationships with people. Knows everyone's business, and there's a no. Yeah, you can't keep anything from anybody. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: which is which is relatable in our it's experience. A very relatable.
0: Yeah. It, yeah, it's like that country song. It's like you can't go. What's her face? Oh, which one? Everyone dies famous in a small town. That's very true. Everyone dies famous in a small town. You cannot escape. Mm -mm. You cannot. When you die, everyone knows your business is
1: everybody's business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It just that's how it is. I've had moments in small towns where I'm like, how did you fucking know that about my family? You're insane like, yeah, john, <laughs> like right? who have you been talking to not me because i don't tell uh, anybody anything <laughs> like uh yeah like also you can't go to the walmart like you going to walmart in a small town is your it comes with a whole it's preceded with a lot of anxiety because <laughs> i'm wondering who am i going to run into who do i want oh. to avoid
0: who do i not want to see today <laughs> john you are ten thousand percent correct It is basic. It's essentially the modern day mercantile. You're going to run into someone you Uh, do not want to see. And they're going to have 100% of the time. And they're going to like ask you about things you don't want to talk about. Yeah, it's so annoying. I totally get why the sister was like, I could I could honestly just throw you into the ocean. That's how she looked at that lady. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's so funny. And so she's willing to uh, live in a war torn part of the Right. Of her country. I was thinking that too, John. I was thinking that too. I'm like, she left the safety of an Island because she could no longer deal yeah. with any of this. She's like, I, I'll
1: take the risk. Thank you very much. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, they, this, uh, this movie ends on a very somber note. Very. Brendan Gleeson does burn alive in that house. Meanwhile, um, the body of um, of uh, Barry Keegan was found in in the river.
0: He, oh, no, he was in the lake. He, the lake I think yes. he slipped into the lake after he asked Colin Farrell's sister if they would ever be together.
1: Correct. So, uh, it begs me to. And she was like,
0: <laughs> no, actually, she was very sweet, though. In that moment, she, she truly. Was. But she's honest. I, She's like, uh, yes. like, no. And fuck, no. But sorry. I love that scene, though, because she was kind of tearing up, too, when he was asking. And she was like, no, I'm so sorry. He yeah. was like, I kind of figured as much. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to wander over here. You think he slipped? I don't know. That's what I see. The thing is, I, is think, he, like... I
1: think the reason why he was so heartbroken was because, like. He
0: it was a last ditch effort at having something to live for. Yeah. See, the thing is, it's like that old crone said he had slipped, but it it makes the audience wonder, did he slip or did he actually kill she himself? Could be,
1: she could be saving his face because uh, True. it's a very, very Catholic, as we yes, see. And if is. you commit suicide, like people will just assume that you go to hell kind Instantly of thing. And it's very down. serious. Like, it's not like just mythology, spiritualism. It's like these are literal things that happen. Yeah. uh So in that context of that
0: society, uh, I also thought I was like, did he kill himself? I was like, he most definitely, yeah. Like he also had a rough time of it with his dad. Yeah. Yeah. He had nothing at that point. Also, his corpse looked. It was so ghastly. It yeah. was like I was like, what? I said it was very good. I was like, yeah. holy shit! Like this is a corpse, and it looked. That's the first time you see the dad too, and the dad like. The dad shows up at the lake because he's about to go kill Colin Farrell, and the, yes. somehow the witch lady is there—the witch of the lake. She's like, "Come with me," and she takes him to the dead body. And the dad's there, and he actually has this emotion on his face, like, "Oh my god!"
1: Well, he did it. Like it's because of him that he did this, and yeah. so it's sort of like a theme coming to light, which is like uh, choices, consequences, and this, uh, accountability.
0: I loved uh, how this whole movie was. Literally just about relationships. Yeah. And it's and good all ones. these different relationships that are happening. But yeah. each person is connected in some way or another. It's not just some arbitrary. Yeah, it is. They're all connected.
1: Yeah. And they all culminate where they're supposed to at the, at the appropriate times. There's raised stakes throughout. I think it yeah. was the finger thing was a nice surprising
0: I love that. that they added that yeah i do so the ending the only thing about the ending is so i really did i thought that brendan gleason burned up in his house i don't know how he survived he was standing on the he was standing at the beach and colin farrell brought the dog back because remember he took the dog thinking his friend was gonna die yeah and the dog takes off and goes and meets brendan gleason on the beach he's like thank you for taking care of my dog uh can we let this go now Yeah. And basically Colin Farrell is now at the point where he's like, you started this? There's no end ever to this anymore. You've done this. Yeah. So it's like that
1: accountability theme. And uh, yeah, he made a choice and you can't undo a choice like that. That has such, that has such big uh,
0: effects on everybody else. Well, he truly was like, okay, you burned my house down. Can we stop this? And Colin Farrell's character is basically like, Nope. In my opinion, this is just the beginning, which means you've now cut off all your fingers, you have no home, and your friend fucking hates you so bad that and he also is he's going like, to I'm make... not
1: a pushover anymore. You can't just like treat yeah. me like that. And then once you have, a, once you see the light, you
0: expect me just to be there all the time. Like you can't just take me for granted anymore. Yep. And you wanna know what, you wanna know why I loved, but what I loved so much about this. So what I love so much about this ending is when they're sitting here talking, Brendan Gleeson character is like, so I guess the Civil War is over. Um, right. The Civil War is over. The, the way. yeah. <laughs> it's over. And you think their row or their row or whatever they're into is going to be over because Brendan Gleeson wants that. Metaphors. And basically, it's not over. The civil war between those two—it hasn't ended. It may have ended it, across the there way. There are maybe not
1: bloodshed and violence and stuff like that, but from what I gather, observe from that relationship, uh, the political relationship, there's still shit going on. Like yeah. it's all very like political and yeah, yeah so, may not it's, be bombs and shit like that, but yeah, no. it's still nuanced, complicated. <laughs> And also the British Empire is called the British Empire for a reason. It's and it's
0: definitely like a conquistador mentality. <laughs> oh, so. yes, yes, yes. But, yeah. So that's kind of it. That's how the Banshees of Ed Sheeran ends. It's like, yeah, no, the problem hasn't the problem's not resolved. It's but our characters it, have changed. Yep. It's not as loud as it was, but there's still this um, there's still this animosity that's never going to go away yeah and colin farrell has come a long way in his journey he was just like he
1: was just like a really nice guy who was sort of dull living peacefully on this tiny little island and totally content in doing so and um it is said that and it's not like he hasn't experienced loss and tragedy because it is said that he and his sister had lost their parents um six years ago so it's still they're still like sort of a grief process and stuff going on. But yeah, but he kind of realizes a lot about the world through this
0: experience. Yeah. I, I personally, so that's it. That's the movie. The Banshees of Ed Sheeran, everyone, the Banshees Uh, of Ed Sheeran nominated for best picture at the Academy Awards. Honestly. Yeah, you could see it. I can definitely see it. Um, personally, So I guess let's get into our rating before we get into the Rotten Tomatoes of it all. So I personally, out of, out of, um, out of 10, wait, let me see, let me see. Oh, out of 10 rumors, Uh out of 10 rumors being told at the mercantile, um, I am going to give this movie what am I gonna give this movie? I really liked this movie. I wanna give this movie like an eight and a half, I think. I yeah. really like this movie. I think I would go back and watch this movie again. I thought it was beautiful and I thought the acting yes. was super, super well done. Yeah, I think like this would be like an interior
1: designer's um like best movie, favorite movie of the year. Cause it's it like it's good. Yeah, like the textures, the the furniture pieces, the styling was really like tasteful wait you know what Actually, the masks, the masks on like the yeah i don't know it was right? like, the whole production design was very like elevated
0: yeah. you know what maybe i would give this higher interesting uh, maybe i would give this about a nine i'm not oh, gonna give wow. it an eight and a half. you don't you don't the only and the reason being is because I remember after I watched it and I told my redacted, I was like, I'm, it's over. And he was like, oh, he said he said, how did you like it? I said, oh, I really liked it. I said, if you ever want to watch it, I would watch it with you. Oh, whoa. So I would watch it again because he's he's more into like action stuff. If he ever really wanted to watch a yeah. movie, it's more like action. Yeah. But I, it's my way of trying to convince him to share something that I loved even though it's not action that maybe he would enjoy. Exactly. So I think I would give this a nine. I don't know why I wouldn't give it a 10. Um, We can't
1: just hand tens out.
0: I'm not just going to hand it a 10 because those are extraordinarily valuable here on Mean Girls Interrupted. They are. I'm going to give it a nine though. Yeah. I love the storytelling. I just really love, I'm not joking. I love this movie.
1: Yeah. I would give it an (laughs) out of, uh, out of 10, Um, bruised up Barry Keegan faces. Oh,
0: depressing. (laughs) Uh, He has a great face. John, he does have a great face. He has a great face. He really does. I thought the same thing. Yeah. Do you know that he boxes? That's he does. Yeah. Good for him.
1: You know, what? he has a very distinct look. He does. It works. He has
0: beautiful eyes. True. That's very, very true. Like, no joke. I was, like, lost in those eyes. I was like, girl. You can just look at me all day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can look at me looking at you all day. I would love that. Yeah, but I would really enjoy that, too. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I would give it, um, I'd probably give it, like, an, uh, oh, it's just there's so many elements that, like, yes, I would give it an eight. Okay. An eight, because it's fair. Yeah. Um, the it is nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. And I believe screenplay as well. I'm not too sure. So, but here are the here are the nominees, if everybody's wondering uh at home who the Academy Award nominees are for Best Picture. This is what they, the banshees of Ed Sheeran are up against. Top Gun Maverick. Uh no. Uh, women talking. I didn't watch it. I haven't seen women talking. I don't I know where to. I, where to see it. I don't know. I don't know if it's like on a streaming platform yet. Carrie Mulligan is in it, right? A lot of people are in that. Um, really? OK. Yeah. And uh, let's see. It's uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, yeah. Love. That's going to be hard to beat. It's going to be very hard to beat. A movie I really want to see is Triangle of Sadness, actually. Where is that? I don't know. <laughs> but um, All Quiet on the Western Front,
0: which is John, still that's in theaters. Uh, that's streaming. Is it? Yes. Oh, where? We'll figure um, it out. No, I just saw John that's streaming. Oh, okay. We'll watch that Netflix. one next then. Oh oh yeah, you're right. We'll Netflix. D- we'll, we'll do it next time. Okay.
1: Uh, that's decision made. Avatar the way of water.
0: No. Which they like, kill how
1: me. How and why? Yeah. Like, sorry, we can't There just,
0: has to be better.
1: We can't just pull out a Sigourney Weaver to be Pearl? in the sequel. I yeah, Pearl.
0: I, I know. Don't get me started on that. You but... couldn't have they could they added Avatar over fucking Pearl. Yeah. And I know, dude, uh, uh, they always I stiff a horror. they always stiff a horror. John, yeah. I did not know Avatar was nominated. Yeah. I'm actually upset now.
1: Elvis is which confuses okay. me, but it confuses me because the performance, Austin Butler carried that movie on his back. John, I was shocked. I, it was like good for him. He did a great job. Yeah. Do I think it deserves a Best Picture nomination no. out of everything else that's out there? No, it deserves it over. I'm sure Avatar. Yeah, it's like I don't. Yeah, yeah, anyway, and also Tar, which deserves. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. I get that. I get it, but out of those, like, I feel like it's definitely going to be. I don't think they're going to hand it to everything everywhere all at once, even though it definitely deserves it. I think they're going to give it to Tar. Oh, also they're the, going to
0: also the Fablemans is on there. John, I didn't watch that, but I, don't... I really wanted to. I lo- I looked really. <clears throat> It looked visually. Also, it takes place near you, Arizona. It does? Yeah, he grew up in Arizona. Steven Spielberg? Yeah, like Mesa area. I did not know that. Yeah, so it takes place in Arizona. Well, oh, good for that. It looked like it could have been a cool movie, but John, I missed it and I skipped it because I was like, yeah, eh. I just can't, you know. But I, I love the Michelle Williams of it all, though, because I am kind of obsessed with her. I think she's an amazing, amazing actor.
1: Yeah, she's sort of like... I think very, I don't know. At some point down the line, she's going to have this status of like, like a
0: a Hollywood fixture in history. You know what I mean? I think so too. But also listen, like look at this. Is it Paul Dano or Paul Dano? I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. He's good. John, he went from the girl next door starring Alicia Cuthbert, who was the porn star (laughs) from him being the nerd in the high school too. right let's talk about um uh little miss sunshine no co- yes uh there uh, will be blood what, amazing yes this movie the fablemans john he also, went from oh, somebody, the batman he plays yes, the riddler and the batman he plays a john, good riddler he he is somebody who like he slipped so far under the radar but is so incredible rose to prominence over time S- I feel like he definitely crock potted that career. Yeah, he did. He said, this is a ninja. He said, welcome to the slow cooker because <laughs> I'm coming for you, horse. And he has been. hmm. Yeah. Consistently, he definitely is like a Meryl
1: Streepy type of actor where he, he never is. delivers a bad performance, even if the movie isn't that great.
0: Uh, listen, but he's that's only true. been in
1: like good movies. Like, I don't know. I, I still revisit. There will be blood. All the, like, I, I, I go to that movie
0: as, like, a comfort. Well, because, I mean, the thing is, it's like, when it's a good movie, it's just, it's a good movie. Yeah. Who do you think is going to take the Best Picture? Do you think it'll be this one, or do you think it'll be Tar? I think it's anybody's game. Like, it's,
1: it's it, anybody's to lose at this point in time. I don't think it's going to be Top Gun Maverick.
0: No, it can't <laughs> be that. Listen, here like, are the ones that I don't want to win for Best Picture. Okay? hmm I didn't watch Fablemans, but it looked like it could have been very good. I don't care about Avatar. I do not care about... Um, if it goes the to top Avatar, gun. I
1: will lose my faith in humanity once again.
0: Yeah, I don't care about that. And also, I don't think Elvis should win Best Picture, but it could win for something else.
1: Yeah, I, if I'm realistic, I think they're going to hand it to the Fablemans because it's Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner writing like... You know, like that combination. So really great visuals mixed with really great storytelling. And uh, like but also a, like it's it's a apparently it's a, a an incredible script, a deeply personal story for Steven Spielberg. I think the Academy is going to hand it to the Fablemans. I um,
0: uh, you that's heard it, it here me. first. <laughs> I personally, obviously, I really want Everything, everywhere, all at once, because it is also great storytelling. It also yes. has great visuals um, and it also has incredible acting. Incredible. Yeah, I think I would. Between I'm those rooting, two. I'm
1: rooting for everything, everywhere, all at once, because it has everything. It has drama. It has great filmmaking and it has action. It has
0: it's basically the better version of, t- of Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> well, I, I just don't understand how Top Gun Maverick like what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't no get idea. it. Why? Because it made so much money. That, that does is not make zero. it Oscar it worthy. It does, no, not, it does track not track for me. I watched that movie. I didn't. Yeah, I did not. And I will not. I will not be watching it. I'm yeah. sorry. It's just it, you could I, miss it. It's it's whatever. I'll absolutely miss it because and here's the thing. The thing that made me really not want to watch this movie, Miles Teller. Oh, you have an aversion to Miles Teller. It's interesting. It's like a reverse star quality. John, I can't watch anything he's in. And I don't know why. I don't know. He does a good job in that
1: movie, but it's just like I don't I've never seen him like act as face off in anything. I don't even know really
0: what he's been in. John, there's something about him that makes me truly think he was just a giant dick in high school and is still a piece of shit. Well, I mean, he, I mean, I, probably, maybe he makes me think he has like a shit personality. I don't know what it is about him, but I and maybe it's a subconscious thing. Yeah. Someone that I I, I don't know. There, he's never done know. anything. Obviously, I don't know him. <laughs> we don't know.
1: He hasn't done enough to, for us to get to know him. There's I know something he,
0: about his face. He was not, like, no, he
1: was, he was the drummer in that one movie with uh, J.K. Simmons. He's, I don't know what that is. He should have been better. Just probably. kidding. Simmons. Yeah. Uh, uh, JK Simmons is interesting
0: anyway. But that for everyone. So what is the t- rotten tomatoes of it all? Oh, sorry. We got way off topic. That's here. OK. I liked it because it's good to think like. I'm sorry I w- triggered you by bringing up uh What's his face, Miles Teller? Oh, you didn't trigger me. It was just me being <laughs> like,
1: nope. Yeah, so uh, Banshees of Ina Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Sorry, I said the actual title.
0: Oh, um, oh, yes. For those of you out there, the correct title is Ed Sheeran, not Ina Sheeran. Yeah. Don't it's get it twisted. Spelled Ina Sheeran, but people have been getting it
1: wrong, the pronunciation. Yes, it's very Ed wrong. Sheeran. Um, it gets a 96% at the Rotten Tomatoes, which is basically your score.
0: John. You should be a critic of films. I don't know if I should. John, I really liked this movie. I thought it was really great. Yeah. I, I honestly would be okay if this movie got Best Picture. Yeah, i mean be like, cool. We're talking you about deserved it. it. I, yeah. would, I would be like... It has all the elements. I would be like, hand claps, good for you. Whoever wins at this point, if it is, everything, everywhere, all at once. Fablemans, which I think we probably should watch now. If Top Gun, Gun Magic or Avatar win, I'm, no. I'm, I'm, I will be upset. I don't think Tar is going to win if they do give it to Tar. I just I don't think, think it'll be Tar. I think Tar it's going
1: to be, uh, ooh, Kate Blanchett versus Michelle Yeoh for that's best actress. Gonna that's where it's going to come down. That's going
0: to be, that's going to be hard because They're they've pro- both been winning. Yeah. So, John, I don't yeah. know. That one's going to be a tough one as far as like actors go. Um, yeah. Sure. Either one of those two, I'm gonna be bummed if it's not Michelle Yeoh, but Cate Blanchett. Also, like who served, dude? She did serve. Like she brought it to the table, yeah. and she sat down with you and helped you eat <laughs> while she ate. <laughs> while she ate.
1: Um, yeah, but it's so hard. But this is my problem with like with like the men actor uh, category because it's like I don't even know who's even nominated, and like I don't. Mid- Men actors just I don't even care. Well, Colin
0: Farrell. OK, yeah, honestly, he did, he did he it did really. Yeah, it did really well. If they give it to him, cool, because I don't know who else is in it. But if we're watching um, the on the, the Western front one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's going to be men actors in that that we're also going to have to consider. Yeah, but that's best international feature. Oh, it's best international it's a German film. It is. Yeah. All, all quiet on the Western front. Okay. Yeah. Well, I I'm also very the timestamp.
1: Barry Keegan versus Brendan Gleason for supporting actor. Interesting.
0: That's gonna be a tough one. I hope it goes to Barry because I just I love that face. Yeah, me too. It's a good face. But I also really like Brendan Gleason. Yeah, he did a solid job being a crazy asshole. Dude, Donkey killer.
1: Psychopath. Yeah. Um, well, Travis, we did it. I John, we did it.
0: We did it. We did and it one more time. What it, Do you know what people listening to this right now need to do? Yeah, I do. So for any of you out there listening, I need, you take, I need you to take your entire head out of your ass. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. Like, you can put it back there if you want. <laughs> we don't yuck on your yum. But just for um, long enough. But just for long <laughs> enough, take your head out of your ass and probably your fist, too, because you're going to need yeah. that when yeah. you go and leave us a, re- a review. And yes. then you leave us five stars anywhere you listen to your podcast. Yes. Then what you're going to do after that is you're going to send us an email at mm-hmm. Mean at gmail.com. It's spelled exactly the way it sounds. Uh, and you're going to say, hey, I love this movie or I hated this movie. Or you're going to say, why don't you guys do this movie next? And we might. Yeah. You never and by know. that, we probably would, except for maybe. Yeah. So did I miss uh. anything? Is there um, anything else they can do? A website. If you're oh, confused yes, you're about sure.
1: any of this information, mm-hmm. you can just go to www.meangirlsinterrupted.com. It's a yeah. website with all the information that you would ever need. And in case you're curious about us,
0: in case you're bi curious too, you can go to yeah. anywhere on Twitter and find something you're looking for. Yeah, um, Twitter has it all. <laughs> Twitter has <laughs> everything. They have drama, they have theatrics, and they have pornography.
1: <laughs> the most
0: importantly, most
1: important. <laughs> Save the best for last. Uh, uh, so I guess we're gonna have to
0: see you at the movies. Roll the credits, yeah, J E N N Y. That spells dead donkey who's choked on a finger. Uh, all uh <coughs> batches of Ed Sheeran. Bye, bye, bye.